This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Y'all, where in Rima? 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Let's get it. No Sean today, still in the hospital, but hopefully he's going to be released soon. And we'll be back here soon. We all want him back soon the only thing i saw him post was they was going back in for a clean out <laughs> which is something maybe you and i ought to consider at the end of all this maybe uh we'll schedule around each other but head on in for a little clean out who couldn't you know who couldn't use that every once in a while sounds good to me hey doc i'm here why don't you just clean me out <laughs> Clean out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What do you mean? <laughs> well, you're the doctor. You're the doctor, man. You ought to know how to clean me out. <laughs> and I don't mean the bank account. I'm talking the insides. Uh, see, you wow. know, let's clean this sucker out, will you? Come on. Navage. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's, that's what Navage is for. Right. A minute ago, he played Navage. And then went right into the EPI one. And I was thinking, man, birth ends working. That ain't no fun on a Monday morning after a football game, I'll tell you. Some people doing that right now. I bet. So um, You don't need to tell us about it, but it's okay. That's right. We don't need to know. No call-ins. <laughs> we'll Certainly just, no pictures at KTSA.com. We'll so. just assume. That's right. So I was just watching these celebrities at the game yesterday. And uh, they were just showing some more pictures of them. I have a couple of things to ask. First of all, how much money did they spend to look like the rest of us? <laughs> did you notice that? Yeah. They they look like crap. They don't look like celebrities. They look like us, man. I'm, I got my Walmart special on. You own this same shirt. I do. So does Greg Martin. We share. Yeah. And so and blue jeans and just a pair of socks and shoes. And uh, they looked like the same way yesterday. I'm sure they paid a whole lot more for their sketchers than I did. Right. And uh, at least I hope they did. So that was the first thing. Second thing is, and I'm I'm really concerned about this one, is the mustache coming back? Because did you see Matt Damon? You know, he's kind of a trendsetter. Damon is. You don't want to see that mustache style, I, the, I don't, that style of I, facial hair come I'm really back not in into the 70s porn look, man. I'm really not. You know, at one time, psh, you yeah. know. Call me Max, and I'll stand there all day and look like that. But not anymore. I'm just, uh, you know, that whole deal is over. But did you see him? I did. Matt Damon wearing, yeah. sporting a mustache? Yeah, maybe he's got a role, a movie role of some sort coming up. I don't know. To have that look ready for. Who knows? No idea. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, anybody stand out? J-Lo and Ben having a good time, dancing around? No. <laughs> no, not not really. Okay. You know, it was the usual suspects you see at right. that type of thing. All the L.A. crowd. Yeah. You know, you know, and you kind of expected that. It's it's a big deal to have the Super Bowl there. The big town, wuss so. was there, LeBron. Yeah, LeBron the was big there. Baby. Right. Big wuss, he was there. Dwayne Johnson was there. The yeah, LeBron, yeah. Yeah. yeah, supporting the guns, man. Did you see that? Yeah, we, you know, we, I was laughing because he came on, and I, and I said to my wife, look at that jackass. You know, I mean, he's, he's standing just the right way, uh-huh. holding the microphone just like that in order, because he's a, you know, he's a former pro wrestler. He knows how you're supposed to present yourself to the camera to look as big as you possibly can roids are an amazing thing aren't they so it's, it's a wonderful yeah. <laughs> i don't know i'm kidding i, I, you know, I have no idea if he's who knows it. but yeah. all i know is his his bicep is probably as big as my waist yeah so you know <laughs> it was pretty well it was, yeah <laughs> i've been meaning to talk to you about that yeah, right well maybe he needs to work out a little more I yeah don't know, no kidding one of us. Uh, <laughs> um, I I just thought there was too much pregame. I'm with you. Turn it on right when a kickoff is coming. Yeah. And really, I I this is a Saturday event. Stop this silliness of doing it on a Sunday where everybody's a wreck on a Monday morning. Yeah. Just enough of this, you know. Yeah. And there were some petitions that came out several months ago that were saying to the NFL, move it. And the NFL, in their infinite wisdom, because they are the smartest organization on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, they decided to keep it on Sundays for Super Sunday, but they, to me, Saturday is much better. You you know you got you talk about selling much more in restaurants and bars, places like that. Right. Plus, and we'll know, I guess, in the coming week 
what the absentee rate on a Monday is, but you know we look at it every year. It's huge. Right. It, it's not just the absentee rate; it's the the amount of productivity. Oh, it's gone. You know, it's gone. Today is the is one of the most down days. I think uh, you know because I'm standing here and I see four of you. Right. <laughs> I slept for about ninety minutes. Yeah. You know, so. You can barely move, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Feel, I'm feeling it. And, uh, That's why I'm standing up. If I sit back down, I'll probably doze off. Yeah, so. and March Madness is that way too, right? Yeah. So you got that. But I think that, uh, anyway, they ought to do it on Saturday. I wish well, they would I, do it on Saturday. Even if they don't want to to, to go out on a, and, and make it a permanent thing, try it. Try it one year and see what happens. I think it'd be positive. Because, you know, the That'd NFL, I mean, they, they used to play just Sunday. Right. Then it was Monday night, Thursdays, and now and then it was Sunday night, and now it's Thursdays. Right. The occasional Saturday game during the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Try it on Saturday night. See you, what happens. I don't know if you noticed the, the spot last night, but they are doing their own Prime Video thing next year for Thursday right. nights. Amazon. Yep. Yeah. So I hope you're ready for that. I think um, Al Michaels is already signed, right? Yeah. And Troy's talking about it. That's what I've heard. Yeah. That's a great combat. If they could, if that's the case, that's a great combination. Right. I mean, Al Michaels can. Al Michaels could, you know, call a boxing match between two broomsticks. Oh, you know. And he, it would make it sound good. He's the he he's the uh, Keith Jackson of our yeah, era. Absolutely. You know, yeah, the guy who could do He doesn't need a sidekick. No. Remember really. Keith Jackson never had a sidekick. Did it all by himself. Yeah, he didn't need anybody. And uh, Al Michaels could do the same thing. So, yeah, I, I thought they did a really uh, nice job last night. I'm hating to see Michelle Tafoya go over that whole stupid thing on The View mm-hmm. when The View, you know, enticed her, brought her in, mm-hmm. and slayed her on The View, and now, you know, she's got to leave, which to me it's the most ridiculous thing in the world because she's the finest sideline reporter that I've ever seen. She's yeah, she the does best. does a great job. She's phenomenal. Yeah, she, so. she keeps it to... Just facts. It just the you know she doesn't get all fangirl like a, like or fanboy like a lot of people do on the right. sidelines. It's just like hey, here's what's going on. I'm here to do a job. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I like that. I appreciate that. Yeah, me too. So uh, the season's over, and uh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was telling you earlier. Come on, man. What, I I don't ever want the season to. End. <laughs> well, Come on. well. I know that you can relate to this, right? It's excruciating year after year after year to get all built up about your team, and then your team's not there. Right. right? So you can finally relate. Yep. But for most of your adult life, you have not been able to relate to that because the— Well, yeah, the last 20 years, yeah. it's, been, it's been great to be a Patriots Exactly fan, right. Yeah, however, and I remind people about this all the time, I started watching the Patriots when I was eight or nine years old. That's what I'm talking old. about. You've never had a moment. Well, they were, they I guess they were, yeah. They yeah. were horrible. Yeah, that, year yeah. after I sat there and watched a lot of you know yeah. two and fourteen seasons yeah. and, and and years where you know they would you lose you know every game you play against right. the, the horrible New York Jets. I, I, I know who you're oh, talking about. Yeah, yeah. And that, that time frame there. And it then, was awful. And then, had that one good year, you go to the Super Bowl, eighty five. Yeah, and you get the snot, <laughs> the snot kicked out of you by the Bears. Imagine so. that you go to the Super Bowl in eighty five, and you look across the field, and it's the best defense that's <laughs> ever ever played the game. A team that's lost one game all year. Yeah. So know. yeah, I, I get you. And then it was a throwaway game but, late in the year. Well, my point is, for the longest time now here recently, you've always had. A team in there right yeah. <laughs> it's been since 1995 96 something like that since the cowboys have been there There's so much so i told you this t- earlier there were memes that were floating around yesterday that the last two years the host of the super bowl tampa bay and now los angeles both had teams their teams were in there and both times their teams won so tampa bay last year and los angeles last night in their home stadiums and, Don, there's now some uh, memes going around saying the, the NFL, in order to prevent that from happening in the future, the, ho- the host team being the home team with them winning the game, to prevent that from happening in the future, all future NFL games will be played at AT&T Stadium in Dallas. So, <laughs> <laughs> guaranteed that the Super Bowl champs will not play in a home stadium anymore and all in all the game was pretty good liked it it was yeah it was okay grind it out game wasn't the high fly moving real fast you know type of thing but halftime show you didn't mind that either it was okay uh you know i I, again it's not my style it's not my thing But I'm sure a lot of people loved it. So no, if you I thought loved it was it, good I you. thought it was wonderful. I had a really good time watching it. And, I, and, and speaking, well, of you're me, a bit more hip than I am. I know? wouldn't go you're that more hip hop than me. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> you're you're up on your rap skills. Yeah, <laughs> bust a rhyme right here.
But I, I, speaking of memes, I saw a couple in reference to the halftime show that uh, I thought maybe you would appreciate. One of them said, "If you'd enjoy, if you enjoyed the halftime show, it's time to schedule a colonoscopy." Yeah, really. And then, and then there was this one. This one cracked me up. A friend of mine posted this one after the halftime show yesterday. This meme, and it reads, "Dr. Dre is the most believable doctor we've seen on TV in two years." No kidding. Yes. <laughs> Exactly right. That would be the one I'm going to take my COVID advice from, Dr. Dre. There you go. It was great uh, to see Snoop, you know. I love him. Because every time he comes on TV, I just start laughing. Well, yeah. Plus, he reminds me why I don't ever want to smoke dope. (laughs) You know. (laughs) This is where you end up. You know he's baked like a cookie. Oh, you know that? He's on there. And he was last (laughs) night, you know. And uh, the outfit. Come on, that was phenomenal. And Eminem. Yep. Everybody today yep. is talking about Eminem's fake eyebrows. Why yep. was he wearing fake eyebrows? Right. Like, because Eminem is damn near 60 years old, <laughs> yeah. and he still wants to act 25. Yeah, right. Hey, baby, it's over. <laughs> that, that mild thing and all that, it's yeah. over with. Got but, that really black beard going on yeah, now. What's that, yeah, what's that all about? But it's a, it's a nice little mix there with the whole uh, Detroit thing, because... Yeah. Matthew Stafford and Eminem. Well, that yeah, was kind of Mary cool. J. Blige on there too. Mary she, J. she was wonderful. Yeah. All right. Uh, quick break. When we come back, uh, Tony Gonzalez is going to join us. Uh, big stories coming out of the border, of course, and we'll talk about that. And then, of course, uh, early voting is beginning as well. It is Ware and Rima. Sean's off. Trey Ware, KTSA, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five Laurel Ridge Treatment Center. We've had so many stories about the effects of masking our children, right? And all the research is now coming in, and the therapists are now starting to talk about what this masking business has done to children. The lockdowns, the isolation, the feelings that these children are dealing with today, the anxiety they have that they're suffering from, all this stuff that's going on with our children, and Laurel Ridge Treatment Center is here to help. Now, it doesn't have to be just children. Laurel Ridge can help any age, any individual, at any time for any behavioral health issue. Could be addiction, could be an overdose type issue, could be depression, could be anxiety, all of those things. Laurel Ridge is here to help with every last bit of it. And they have in-treatment and out-treatment day programs. Uh, they've got a school, a charter school there, so the kids never fall behind on their work. They're just tremendous at Laurel Ridge. They've been doing it now for over 30 years. There's a shining city on a hill here in San Antonio with help, and that is Laurel Ridge. They're there 24-7 to answer your questions and for a free assessment at Laurel Ridge. So give them a call at 210-491-3591. Plenty of sunshine today near 70, 73 tomorrow, and the possibility of storms on Wednesday, 35 right now, KTSA. Gov today, powered by the Texas Secretary of State. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. All right, 723. That's one of those, uh, one of our Monday make you feel good type songs. Get you up and going. And especially hard this Monday, the day after the Super Bowl. Got to go to your phones here in a little while, but first, go to the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Congressman Tony Gonzalez is joining me over here. Today is the first day of uh, early voting for the primary. So I want to talk with the congressman about that, but also the issues that are affecting us here, primarily the border issue. Um, And, Tony, I really kind of mean what border? Uh, Since this administration has come into office, they've done everything they can to collapse the border, and they've done it. Yeah, you know, they really have. And this thing, uh, the border keeps getting worse and worse. Uh, Just when you think you can't hit a, 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 a new low, it does. And uh, all of this is is focused on the Biden administration and their policies. But, uh, you know, one of the latest things is, you know, on the Mexican side, they're using drones. They're using small little drones to take fentanyl from the Mexican side to the American side. And Border Patrol agents are are seeing this, but there's nothing they can do about it. It's why their it's why their morale is so low. They're stuck in these processing centers instead of being out in the field, stopping the drugs and terrorism from happening. So it's one of the things that we need to to push on, especially in Congress, to get things moving. I have visited with your compadre over there, um, in fact, just on Friday or Thursday, Chip Roy, on a number of occasions, and we talk. And I I have called for uh, articles of impeachment to be levied against uh, the president, against the vice president, and Alejandro Mayorkas as well, uh, because I, I believe they're breaking federal immigration law, all of them. 
Yeah, you know, it's it, it's so crazy how this administration has just taken a left turn and they have, they have not come back from it. Uh, one of the things that I hear on the ground, and, you know, I represent 42% of the southern border. Uh, one of the things that I hear on the ground is this, Tony, is like, look, we know Republicans are going to win back the House a year from now. That's great. They go, I need help today. And they're not wrong. So one of the things that we did uh, about two weeks ago was I brought the chief of uh, Border Patrol, uh, Chief Ortiz, to Capitol Hill, and I had uh, I had seven lawmakers in the room. Half of them were Democrats, and half of them were Republicans. My thought process was, if Democrats won't go to the border, we'll bring the border to them. And uh, we, we we talked about a bunch of different things, but one of the takeaways was uh, they were going to hire Border Patrol was going to hire a thousand new uh, uh, processors to help get these border, border Patrol agents back out in the field. Does that solve the problem? No, it doesn't. But what it gets to the root of it is we got to get these agents back in the field doing their job. One of the things on Friday's show, it lasted, I, I had a segment last for three hours or so on Friday on uh, the governorship of Texas and who should be who should win the primary on the Republican side and has Greg Abbott earned uh, the right to be the governor again. Now, I'm not going to drag you into that, obviously, but the whole border issue is uh, the number one issue that people were bringing up in that discussion, that more needs to be done along the border. As an example, the attorney general in Arizona just declared an invasion, and which gives the governor out there the opportunity to kick in Article 1 and Article 4 of the Constitution, and then the state can enforce border policy there by using their own state uh, military and militias to uh, to stop what's happening at the border in Arizona. Um, if, if this administration is not going to do it, it's time to, in my view, file, uh, again, articles of impeachment. And I believe an impeachment is the last resort, but this is the last resort. There is no border. Uh, fentanyl's up 1,066% deaths uh, from fentanyl all across this country. So it needs to be done. We need to stop these people from what they're doing. And they need to have consequences for their high crimes, I believe. But also, we need to do more to militarize the border in some shape, form, or fashion to stop these people from coming across. Trey, and the, the border is the number one issue, not only in Texas. I mean, across the country, you know, uh, there's been this push that it doesn't just stop in the southern border. Right. I mean, you're seeing it. You know, the, these folks are going to every parts of the country. Uh, you're seeing the drugs impacting our children every parts of the country. Uh, so it absolutely has an impact. I think one of the, the takeaways, you know, you mentioned the governor race. Right. Is there's been so much focus on it. And, and, you know, it's not only the governor's race. It's every candidate that I see is talking about how they're going to secure the border. Now, is every candidate running for office going to have that ability to do it? No, they're not. But the fact that, you know, you're running for school board and you're talking about securing the border. You know, you're running for city council and you're talking about securing the border. Like the, the fact that everybody is talking about it, I think it, it brings enough attention to it. But that talk is cheap, man. I and mean, we, we got to start solving some of these problems. And they're not easy problems to solve. And you got to bring these people that don't want to come to the table to the table. You mentioned Mayorkas. It starts there. I'd also say is we got to vote some of these bums out and we got to keep the ones that are fighting in. You know, that's why today is so important. Today is the first day of early voting. You know, and, and I think we, what we saw in previous years, we saw Beto get his butt kicked, but he helped everybody down ballot win, right? And those judges and everything else, and they kind of wiped out all these conservative judges. So I, I would urge anybody, you know, if you're, you're a Republican, you're registered to vote, get out and vote. Early vote starts today in San Antonio. We got 36 uh, polling sites. Opens up from 8 o'clock, closes at 6, Monday through Friday this week. Uh, so please get out and vote. Cast your vote. We need every, every, everybody uh, paddling in the same direction. Let's leave it at this. Um, AOC, Sandy Cortez, was in San Antonio over the weekend. She said, there's no doubt we are going to flip Texas blue, and we are going to make sure, quote, we unionize the hell out of the state. She was here for two Hard leftist socialist Jessica Cisneros and Greg Kassar. Your thoughts? Uh, I love it when AOC comes to Texas because it highlights just how out of touch uh, New York socialists are with Texans. And they try to make this push that we're turning purple. And here's the deal. There, I mean, there's a lot of Democrats in Texas, 
but they're not a lot of them, especially you know in in my district in particular. They're not socialists. Now there are some blown out, uh, full blown socialists, but the AOC types when she comes down and starts spewing this anti news talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Love a little bit of that. Good morning, San Antonio. It is Ware and Rima. Sean is on the men. Trey Ware, 550 KTSA FM 1071. We will talk about some of this lip-syncing uh, trash from last night. In fact, there were a couple of times. The last time I ever saw a piano play itself was at Shakey's Pizza Parlor. <laughs> and, uh, but last night, apparently, it did. <laughs> he played it. It played yeah. all by itself. Nobody even sitting there, and the piano's playing. And I go, oh, no, There was no. no big paper spool up in the front. No, of the I didn't no. see that. No, it, it was not like a, a rinky-dink thing. Like you know. a player piano. Or no, no, you know. no. There was a couple of times when Dre was sitting there, he looking at it, and it played. So he's a pretty yeah. powerful dude. And then he got him walk away and kept playing. Kept on playing. <laughs> so we'll get into that later. Yeah, so Eminem dropped his microphone one time and he kept, <laughs> kept on rapping. singing that's yeah. amazing but first uh, on friday we had about three hours together talking about the gubernatorial contest it was hot there was a lot of calls it lasted all morning and the primary is going on right now so in the primary of course you have abbott and huffhunt and uh and of course alan west and and chad prather and we've been talking about that with you for many many weeks and he's been on the show several times, and we wanted to have him back on this morning to answer some of the questions that you sent me and some of the questions that came up on Friday. Right here on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline is Don Huffines. Don, good morning to you, and thanks for coming back. Oh, thank you, Trey. It's great to be on the air with you guys. There was a, a, a big a push of support for you on Friday from a lot of our listeners, so they have a lot of questions. I want to go through some of them. Primarily, and the, and the first one happens to be on your billboards that say, getting rid of property taxes. Just how are you going to do that? You know, I know people are cynical about this, and I know people think it's probably like campaign rhetoric and all, but it's not. This is very real. Actually, it's the Proposition 2 on the Republican primary ballot for our priorities, and this is going to take about eight years to phase out. We're never going to have an income tax, and the best way we're going to do it is to uh, cut state spending. Then we're going to take our state surplus revenue from the state of Texas and buy down property tax. It's gradual. It'll take about eight years, and then we're going to shift a lot of it over to sales tax, consumption tax. And the key to my plan is that we're going to let everybody vote on it. Whatever the plan is, I get out of the legislature. I want to make sure that everyone in Texas can vote on that plan. And hopefully it'll be a constitutional amendment. So then when we get rid of it, it'll never come back. And we'll keep local governments fully funded. We're just replacing where the money comes from. What about a state income tax? No way. No way. We're not going to have that. Uh, There's already a constitutional amendment against that. And, of course, I'm not going to ever allow that. Okay, so primarily it's a phase-out deal, and you're going to do it through cutting spending. What kinds of spending do you think need to be cut in the state, Don? I mean, I know you can't get specific here in the amount of time that we have, but uh, give us some ideas of what you would cut. Sure, but first let me say a lot of it's going to go to sales tax. So sales tax will go up, but if people don't like the number that it's going to be at, they're not going to vote for the plan on cutting the budget. I'll tell you a place we can save a ton of money, and that's with illegal immigration. Once I secure the border, we're going to save billions of dollars annually. Right now, we think about 400,000 illegal kids are in our government school system, our public school system. They have been for years, and Texas taxpayers are are uh, shouldering 100% of that burden. And we're spending about $6 billion a year educating kids aren't supposed to be here, plus a higher ed, health care costs, and things like that. How do you get all of those tens of millions of criminal foreign nationals out of our state? Well, I've got an E-Verify law that's already written. It's model legislation uh, from other states. Most, most people are shocked and understand that Texas doesn't even have E-Verify for private employers. Uh, my bill simply says if you employ one person, either as an individual or as a business, they must get E-Verified. We're going to be looking at doing a state E-Verify system and, and to combine that with the federal system. We're also going to make sure we, we charge illegals. Uh, we don't let them into our universities. Right now, illegals in the state of Texas can get in-state tuition at all the universities, and essentially that's almost free tuition to our state universities, plus a lot of other benefits they get when they when they come here. So the key is just to get rid of the magnets that attract them, and hopefully they self-deport themselves. 
the best way to balance border um, sealing up versus control, because obviously we have commerce that comes across the border. We have workers that are legalized to come across the border and work and then return back to Mexico. That's currently going on. What's the best way to balance that, Don? Well, the best way really is to, of course, finish the wall, and I'm going to do that. But it's really to get Mexico's corporation. Mm-hmm. When you're, you know, we've got to have Mexico cooperate. Right now, the cartels control so much of Mexico. But Mexico, I was on the committee for border security when I was in the Texas Senate from 14 to, to 18. And so I've taken all the tours and the helicopters and the gunboats, and I've seen everything down there multiple times. And the Border Patrol always told me that when the when Mexico wants to secure their side of the river, it's it's very secure. They don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. So my plan, my plan is to make is to incentivize Mexico to do that by stopping inbound commercial traffic until they take control of their side of the river and take it back from the cartels. This is very very doable. I, I don't even know if we have to implement it. I just think the threat of it will make them secure their side of the river. And, and don't forget, Trey, every road that leads to those bridges is a state road. We pay for it and maintain it. We can unmaintain it. We can do anything we want until Mexico cooperates. Okay. Now, before we take a break, um, you know, you hear all kinds of crazy stuff in, in during a campaign, and especially on a day like Friday when I just opened up the phone lines and we were blitzed with a bunch of callers. But uh, the question came up, who is funding your campaign? Somehow there are rumors swirling around, and I don't know if they're rumors or truth, so we'll clear it up right now. Uh, is anybody on the left, is, is, does Beto have any place in funding your campaign? In other words, is anybody funding your campaign to knock Abbott out of the game? <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> I am Joe Biden's worst nightmare. <laughs> that is a fact. I am the Democrats' worst nightmare. We are so tired of being on the defense in the Republican Party. I was always ranked one of the most conservative state centers in the history of the state at Texas. I mean, I'm not here. I'm not here to compromise with the Democrats. I'm here to hit him in the head with a two by four. And I can tell you this: I'll slaughter old Bobby O'Rourke. He won't have a prayer standing up against me because I don't have all the baggage that Abbott's got. Uh, that that's just a, that's just an absolute. Uh, vicious rumor that's completely not true my campaign is funded by thousands of texans very good thank you don hang on just a minute we'll come back more questions for don huffines and the phones are open right now 210-599-5555 you want to toss a question or two his way 210-599-5555 don huffines joining me right after the break matt spawn has done estate plans for about ten thousand people that affect five to twenty times that many more people right in the time of year when the phones are ringing right now, survivors are calling to let them know their deceased, about their deceased loved ones. People, you know, push through the holidays, making it to January, and then here we go. So when a survivor of their planning asks, what do I have to do? The response is nothing. It's all been done. Matt Spawn is uh, just an amazing man when it comes to estate planning. He walks you through the entire process slowly but surely to make you understand or help you understand exactly what needs to be done so that you can transfer those hard-earned assets of yours to the people that you love, that you want them to go to, when you want them to be transferred safely and securely. And Matt Spawn does that every day. The number one estate planning attorney anywhere in the state of Texas is Matt Spawn. And he's ready to sit down and visit with you. That's Matt Spawn at 210 iTunes or Spotify. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Trey Ware here on KTSA. Gubernatorial candidate Don Huffines is joining us. Of course, early voting is uh, underway for the uh, primary that's coming up. Let's go to your calls. Line two, Steve, you're on KTSA with Mr. Huffines. Go right ahead, Steve. Hey, Don um, uh, and Trey. Hey, I just heard you you talk about E-Verify, and I just wanted to, um, well, verify that you're really for putting big biz- or government in between businesses and contractors and individuals and businesses and individuals and individuals. Okay, let me get this uh, response to that. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, thank you very much for the question. Look, I am, I'm not a big fan of big government. You can rest assured of that. I'm always for your economic liberty. But this is really an invasion. It really is. And it's the best system that's out there. Look, I know it's a pain to do it, and, and it'll, it'll be an effort. But we've got to do something. 
We've got to make sure that people can have fair wages in our state. And you're not going to get the economic mobility that we have if, if people are going to cut your wages, legs out from under you, and getting fair wages and, and, and cost Texas taxpayers billions of dollars. It's the best system there is right now, and hopefully we can create a better one during my administration. Let me ask you one more thing about that, too, Don, a follow-up on the uh, big business. They love all that labor coming across the border, big business. That's cheap labor for them. Uh, what do you tell them when they come to your office hat in hand? Or, or checkbook in hand, <laughs> one or the <Yeah>. other. <laughs> well, here's what here's the same thing I told them when I was in the state senate, and they I, they know that not to come by because I'm not for sale, and the lobby just left me alone because I'm not for sale. I mean, I'm a business guy. I don't need a new job or a new career. I'm not and Trey. I'm not doing this really for the position. I'm doing it for the solutions. Uh, I've got the solutions and the courage to implement them, and, and they know better than to try to intimidate me or or pay-for-play politics. I'm here for Texans, and I'm here to solve the issues. Let's go to line one. John, you're on KTSA with Don Huffines. Yes, sir, I like what you're saying. Um, I was wondering what you think about an idea to reform the primary elections because of the abuse that's been happening. Okay, let's leave it there, John, uh, reforming the elections. Well, I'm, think, I'm thinking about election integrity. Or I'm not sure exactly what the caller meant, but, of course, uh, we've got to have confidence in our elections. And I don't know if he's talking about a closed primary system that we're certainly um, in favor of on the election integrity. I'm for all paper ballots. I'm for a full forensic audit of the 2020 elections and, and a full third-party forensic audit of, of our elections going forward. And I've got a, new, a great plan. I've got the solutions to give us confidence to create a new law enforcement division, our Department of Public Safety, and all they're going to focus on is government corruption and election integrity, and they'll have some rangers involved and have up to 500 officers in it, and they're going to be in charge of all the uh, uh, the election laws and enforcement because we've got a laws, we just don't enforce them. A couple of quick hits here before I let you go. Uh, CRT in schools. Of course, I'm against that. It was my campaign and me personally that uncovered the CRT brainwashing that's going on in our government agencies, our state agencies, under Abbott's administration, Department of Family Protective Services was requiring everybody that got hired to, to be brainwashing to CRT, critical race theory. And uh, we uncovered that, got them to pull all that down. Of course, I'm against all that. This is just part of our culture war, and uh, we're losing the culture war, and it starts with leadership. That's the way we win everything and get everything done in our state is courageous leadership, which we're just Texans are so thirsty for. Not a week goes by. People don't call and ask me about another special session in order to make it illegal, pass a law to make it illegal, for mandates to happen, whether it's a vax mandate, mass mandate, or anything like that, your position on mandates? I've been against the mandates from before we even had the Wuhan virus. I've never taken the vaccine, and I never will. I will make sure that no Texan is forced to take that vaccine. They don't want to take for any reason. I'm for your medical liberty and your medical freedom. I personally led the protest for Southwest Airlines, Raytheon, and a bunch of other corporations this summer, helping them. I'm against any mask mandate, and I can tell you what, in the Huffines administration, when I issue an executive order, it's going to be enforced. It'll be the worst decision any school district or any business ever made if they don't list, if they don't if they try to uh, enforce uh, uh, vaccines on their on their team members. And uh, first, one of the first things I'm going to get done is pass legislation. This could be done immediately, and uh, I'll get it done in the first uh, 60 days. Still other issues to talk about, so there's more time to be having you back on the show, and we will do that, Don Huffines. And thank you very much for your time. As always, you've been very generous with it. Appreciate you coming back on the show. You're certainly welcome. Hey, I was able to attend the opening night of the San Antonio Rodeo Thursday night. What a great event. Great event. It's all, it always is. It's for the kids, and Toby Keith is an awesome performer. So, sir, I appreciate your time. Thanks for being here. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. That is Don Huffines. And, of course, coming up, uh, is it Wednesday, Elaine, that uh, Lieutenant Colonel Allen West is going to join us on Wednesday, right? As we continue to go through the candidates once again, feel free. Uh, what's that? Prather is coming up tomorrow. Okay, Chad Prather tomorrow at 735. So feel free to send your questions for Chad Prather, Trey at KTSA.com. That's Trey at KTSA.com. Looking forward to continuing this with you right here. It's Ware and Rima, KTSA. Texas turning blue is inevitable. It's going to happen with the seat 
of San Antonio and Austin. Uh. It's going to spring down to Laredo. Uh. It's going to go up to Houston and to Dallas. <laughs> San Antonio. We're in Rima. <laughs> 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. That's AOC. It's going to go down to San Antonio. Okay. You're a white chick from the Northeast. <laughs> Stop it. Don't be coming down here trying to act like one of us. You ain't one of us. Get out of here. Come on. Yeah. All right, so uh, we'll talk a little bit about AOC coming up. She says she's going to unionize the hell out of this state. Going to turn it blue. Uh, Trey, we're yeah, well, here. You know, this is after she, you know, depletes our helium supply. Obviously. Right. That too. <laughs> what was she sucking on that Saturday night, boy? <laughs> Anyway, uh, Sean's uh, getting better day by day, and uh, he's still on the mend. So as soon as he's back, he's back. I don't know what. I don't know how many other times. How how else you say that? You know, yeah. latest news: he had to be cleaned out over the weekend. So there you go. He gets here when he gets here. Uh huh. <laughs> pretty much it. You know? <laughs> whenever hey, he's, bye, whenever bye. he's running. Uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Look, if they're gonna pay you a bazillion. And you're going to be on the Super Bowl. You're rapping a song. It's not like you're singing or something, right? right you're right. rapping, yeah. which is just talking to a beat. Right. <laughs> That's all you're yeah. doing, okay? Then why why are you lip syncing? Why are you lip syncing? They're paying you a boatload. I'll tell you why. Because these guys couldn't do it without computers and, and auto tune. No way. Couldn't do it. So they, had to, they were lip syncing. Mm. Oh, please. You're doing the Super Bowl play it for real just my opinion right don't lip sync they did they all were lip syncing apparently yeah that's what i've heard and it was obvious at times heard, yeah we could see yeah. it right it's obvious and, and another thing about the hey, performance. They'll, they'll always be the well you know they were moving around oh bullcrap it's, it's hard to get good sound in prince. the stadium that okay. prince right yeah. bruno mars what wasn't bruno last year or the year before? A couple of, last year it was... Uh, okay, a couple years before then. But Bruno, Last year it was the weekend last year, remember? Oh, that's all right. It's awful. Bruno, a couple of years ago, killed it. No lip syncing. Mm-hmm. Bruno doesn't know how to lip sync. He just right. doesn't do it. Same thing with Prince. You know, I just appreciate the guys that actually perform. They're getting paid a m- enough money to actually sing, I think. You know what? I, I think what happened was uh, it, it eliminated the ideal of them possibly... Uh, Using f bombs, maybe. Wow. Keeping it clean. <laughs> okay. Well, there's that. <laughs> it's that. You know, that right? could have been something the NFL handed down. Yeah. You know. Well, you're, you're going to have. You can do this, but you got a lip sync. You know, we're going to micromanage everything you say. Well, okay. If that's the case, then too, if you're not mature enough, <laughs> making a million dollars to sing a song or rap a song, if you're not mature enough to leave the f bomb out. Then you're just, you know, you're a lost cause anyway. I don't know. I just, you know, there the piano was playing by itself. Dre got up and walked away from the piano, and it kept playing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It kept right. playing. He walked yeah. away from it, kept playing. Right. And then uh, 50 Cent. The good thing, hey, listen, guys, fellas, in your 50s, you ought to feel good about 50 Cent last night. Because when he flipped down, you know, he's hanging there like the bat, like he did in the video. Right. And when he flipped down and over, the boy's getting a little mid-part. You know what I'm saying? He's starting to look like the rest of us. Yep. <laughs> Instead of that and all trim and tight abs thing, he got a little belly going on. I, th- I think he's up to about a 36 or a 38, and that's good. That made a, the rest of us feel all right. 50 cents a whole dollar now. That's right. Yep. Man. Pretty soon he's going to be like, the rest of us be up to $10.55. <laughs> he's working the direction that we're yeah. all working on. Right. So anyway, yeah. you know, good show last night and, uh, and, and good for the L.A. Rams. Glad they won. Yeah, me you too. Know, I, I could have taken either one. Yeah, it would have been so. cool to see the Bengals win. Either way. You know, because they've been terrible for so long. Yeah. And they've never won one. So. Right. So, yeah, at least they were there. And Joe Burrow learned a lot last night. So he he'll sure be back. Did. Yeah. That wasn't his last job for that guy. That's right. It ain't over for him. All right, let's go to phones. Uh, 210-599-5555. Did you hear Huffines in the last hour? What did you think about what he said about canceling the property tax here? Do you think he's actually going to get it done? What did you think about his uh, his answers to the questions last half hour? 210-599-5555. AOC in town. Uh, hitting it for uh, a couple of commies. Jessica Cisneros and Greg Kassar. Your thoughts on that? And Joseph, go right ahead. 
Hey, Trey, good morning. Hey, I was there across the street at the uh, at that little protest that we had, mm-hmm. and the the, uh, the digital, the Express Digital had, there was 15 to 30 of us there. There was at least 100 mm-hmm. patriotic fellow citizens, and uh, you, there was a, a lady across from us on their side that had a, a banner that's, or a sign that said, Back uh, Gas the unmasked with a swastika sticker. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, that side was so angry, throwing the bird at us, cussing, yelling. The SAPD was great. They just cruised back and forth. But it was, you know, they have a certain look. You got the guys with skinny jeans, and uh, mm-hmm. it, was, it was just pathetic. And our, we, our side was happy, jovial, patriotic, and having a good time. And that other side was just disgruntled, angry, all masked. All of them were masked. Yeah. It, it was. I was pretty sorry, but I'm glad I went. Why do you think the leftists are so mad about everything? Why are they so angry? Spoiled little kids didn't get their way. Yeah. Simple as that. Well, anyway. Here, here's another thing. Uh, they basically have no principles and no emotion. Their, only print, their guiding principle is more power and more control over other people. That's it. That's what the left stands for. Uh, and when you hear AOC, and I appreciate the call, Joseph. Thank you very much for the report from going in over there. When you hear a report about AOC and her saying she's going to turn Texas blue, what does that make you think? You think that's actually possible? You know? Uh, as we spoke in the last uh, hour or so, when we had Tony Gonzalez on, he said it does the opposite. It fires Texans up. Texans get ready. When they hear somebody like an AOC who's an avowed socialist, who would put and, and already has been putting authoritarian means over your head and stealing away your freedoms and rights and liberties and, and wants to steal more of them. And what about this unionizing the hell out of Texas, she said. Watch your mouth, young lady. Somebody need to wash her mouth out with soap. What do you think about that? Unionizing Texas, where it's an all 100% union state, turning uh, blue and all that. Is there a real chance that's going to happen? What are your thoughts? And Chris, fire away, man. You're on KTSA. Thanks for the call. Wow, that was quick. Yeah, hey, here's the thing I got to say about on that. If we go 100% unionized like she wants, that means illegals cannot be hired. You have to be a union member. Unions usually verify. Therefore, all the illegals there are have to go home. In fact, all the undocumented that are not here, that our visa overstaters will have to go on. If only yeah, that, think, if only that were true, Chris. What she's talking about is <laughs> we know it's not. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and thank you, man. In fact, what she's talking about, and she mentioned it on Saturday night as well, is a carve out for illegals that illegals would become citizens through amnesty immediately. So that's their dream for America. Look, her dream for America is a communist state, the Soviet-style communism. That is her dream. That is Cisneros's dream. Uh, that is Kassar's dream. They all have the same dream. They're all going in the same direction. Where free markets and freedom and your ability to choose. Look what's just happened over the past two years and what they have told you every step of the way what to do with your body and how to do it. Well, that's the, that is their dream for the future. That's their utopia because they'll be the ones that are in power. And that's all they care about, by the way. They don't care about solving COVID or they don't care about your kids or nothing. What they care about is power, power, accumulating more power and holding it over you. And that's what AOC is all about. Little Sandy Cortez. 210-599-5555. Now, we're going to talk about this. I'm going to be on till 11 for Sean. And we're going to talk about this. And I really want to hear from you on this. This is this huge report coming from John Durham. So many people saying John Durham's not doing anything. He's not doing anything. He was the one, the special accountant. Uh, a, a, a prosecutor that was appointed by Bill Barr back during the, the Trump administration to investigate Russian collusion and Hillary and all of that. He filed some papers on Friday and over the weekend that show, according to him, according to these paper filings, allegedly, that Hillary or her campaign, quote, her campaign, but her, uh, was paying a company, a tech company, to break into the computers and servers in Trump Tower while they were competing against each other for the presidency. Well, that's that's Watergate on steroids, you know. That's at the very least Watergate. So where are you, Carl Bernstein and CNN and all of you, that everything's Watergate? Everything's as bad as Watergate. Well, now you have an actual Watergate for our time, an actual break-in into the opponent's campaign headquarters which is what watergate was but they didn't have to go into the building because now you can do it through computers and that's what hillary's people did says john durham then to add on top of that they broke into the white house's computers and they were watching what was going on inside the white house 
why these people have not been arrested, including Hillary Clinton taken away in chains, I have no idea. But maybe you can tell me. Maybe you can tell me. 210-599-5555. And it's not on ABC. It's not on CNN. These folks, look, if I've learned anything in 50 years in doing this, wag the dog, Ukraine, wag the dog, Ukraine, wag the dog, Ukraine, wag the dog, Ukraine, 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 wag the dog, which means you're hearing this much about Ukraine. They got something else they don't want you looking at, and I think a lot of it has to do with this. Folks, they broke into his servers. That is against every law that you can imagine much less campaign law, but also other laws were violated. Now, I know what's going to happen. You know, she and her husband are full of Teflon, so I didn't know anything about it. And some low level will go into, you know, federal, into the federal system for a couple of years or be presented with a choice, go in the federal system or commit Arkansas, right? Those, those would be the two choices. But Hillary had their people go into the uh, – Donald Trump's servers in Trump Tower and into the White House. 210-599-5555. Well, speaking about all this, you want to protect your servers, right? Bridgehead IT can help protect your servers from outside intrusions. Can also make sure your servers are, uh, you know, operating optimally to make sure you're getting maximum performance from your servers and from your computers and from everything that has to do anything with IT at your business. Uh, Bridgehead IT is your company that solves IT problems all day long. They can help improve the bottom line at your company by helping the experience that your that your uh, customers and that your patients and whatever whatever business you're in. It'll be easier and better to do business with you, and Bridgehead IT helps to improve your bottom line that way and so many other ways as well. That's Bridgehead IT, available all the time, 24-7 at 210 477 79.99 Valentine's Day AccuWeather today plenty of sunshine pleasant high near 70 35 50 KTSA and FM 1071 Goodbye y'all I'm going home now If I tell you If I tell you now What's the most unromantic I zig when others zag So what is the most unromantic non-romantic place to take somebody for Valentine's Day Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Well, you had this long time tradition uh-huh. for years. Yep. Go ahead. You and Nancy would go to Waterbury. You got it every year on Valentine's uh-huh. Day. Now I don't know the origin of that tradition, but it I'm just, fa- I'm curious. It just turned into our deal. It just something it just happened. happened. Yep. So. So uh, you were being really cheap one day. I, I, yeah. Well, that's pretty much me. Yeah. But I don't know that that that's in a, you know because I've been uh, they've been real inconsistent, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. The most well, the last couple of years has been difficult to go. Yeah, because right, everything was either yeah, shut, shut down, down or, or whatever. Exactly right. right. Eat on the curb, you know, curbside. And who wants to eat sitting on the curb? But that's what curbside means, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. So I got really tired. I'd go to the Mexican place and I'd have to sit there and eat my enchiladas on the curb. Curbside service. I don't like that. I'd I'd rather just pick it up or go or eat in the restaurant. Who wants to eat outside on the curb? curbside you pull up at least they got a parking space for you yeah you park right there and sit on the curb and eat the food yeah. no I, what is the most unromantic non-romantic place to take somebody for valentine's day uh hooters <laughs> you don't know <laughs> you never know well i'm not going to try but you know <laughs> maybe if you want to mix things up a little bit well that would certainly shake it up around my house i'm sure it would mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> 210-599-5555 uh ron you're on go right ahead sir Yes, sir. Good morning to you. Good to hear from you once again. Uh, just two quick items for you. As far as um, the Democrats are concerned, why they didn't uh, suffer any legal repercussions, we it, that, that one's easy as pie. I mean, we know what number, I mean, what letter they're sporting. The D, and that uh, that D is worshipped by the mainstream media. Okay. And they're given um, they're given all the love that can be given to them. From, from, and that's, that's, that's that. That's, all right. And number two, uh, as far as the taxes are concerned, I mean, our um, that, uh, governor elect he'd love to uh, dis disavow our property taxes. Mm-hmm. That would be great. I love that. But we already have no income tax. What would, what would be the great, the big source of money to keep Texas strong? I say, you know, if you turn fifty, let's lower your property income tax in increments. If you turn when you turn sixty, get a bigger increment. Um, but 
Texas needs to make some money. You know, money is power and strength. So uh, as much as I'd love to see property taxes um, reduced yep. or removed, yeah, that to me, we, Texas, we well, need money. And what Texas he did say was, and, and thank you, Ron, I appreciate it. What he did say was the sales tax was uh, going to go up. That that that's a given. Sales tax is a is a very good way of taxing people because it's one you can participate in or not. The property tax, that's a different animal all into itself. And they you know put that into effect to say they were not raising your property taxes, right? Or, or not raising your taxes. Well, they just go up on the valuations every year. We know the game. We're we're hip to the trip, and we know that that's how they play the game now. Uh, primarily, a lot of the school taxes and 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 whatever are, are also a big deal that people have to deal with every year. Um, you the 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 number one thing that has to be done in all governments, but that includes our state government, is cutting taxes or, or cutting spending. You have to uh, governments uh, in all facets, all facets of governments are too big, too bloated, wielding too much power over the people. And you need to return the power back to the people. You need to reduce the size of governments all across the board, all of them, all across the board. Um, the amount of money that is going into schools now is absolutely unbelievable for the uh, for what you're getting out of it. You're not getting out, out of the uh, investment in the schools what you're spending on it. You know, there's no The ROI on that, if a business person were to actually look at that, the ROI on your schools, they would have a coronary because it's horrendous it's awful so uh without having a plan immediately to cut the workforce in government state uh, federal local across the board you're not going to be able to do that the danger that we face in texas right now is with this big push to turn it blue and i kind of disagree with tony gonzalez there there texas is the prize man it is the big ring for liberals and they're gonna lie steal cheat do whatever they got to do to grab texas away and when she talks about when aoc the other night says we're going to unionize a hell out of texas when she starts talking that way the main thing that these those guys want to do is put in a state income tax they do and uh, and then grow the size of texas government even bigger than what it is, probably double it. And then you're talking about just a total destruction. Look at what they've done to California, and then one of California eyes, Texas and Florida and other places as well, so that they have a forever hold on power. And if they have a forever hold on power, then they never, ever again lose the presidency. Well, something is about to crash into the moon. We'll talk about that. we got uh, more of your phone calls to take at 210-599-5555. Where and Rima here. Sean is on the man. He'll be back soon. Well, Apple Pest Control is always here to take care of the bugs. If it bugs you, it bugs Apple. And I started to do business with them in 2003. Been a consistent customer of Stan Goodson and the team over at Apple Pest Control. I believe in them. I know what they're doing. And I, I trust them to take care of us and do what's right. Uh, too many of these other big national companies, they come in, and they're fine, and they got good guys that work for them and beautiful trucks and blah, 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 blah. Uh, but first thing is they want to sign a quarterly contract because they send a, a guy. The, the pest control guy is also a sales guy, right? And he's making commission. Uh, no, no thanks. I'm not going to sign a contract with you. And the reason Stan does that is so they earn your business every trip. Every time they come out there, they do what's right for you. And they're not sending out a commissioned salesperson. They're sending out a guy who is a pest control guy who knows how to get rid of your bug problem and do it the right way, what's best for you. And they do it every time that way at Apple Pest Control. You can trust them to do what's right for you. Remember, if it bugs you, it bugs Apple. Tell them Trey Ware sent you. That's Apple Pest Control, 